Thousands of Rainbow Family members are in Colorado, and the arrests have already started. The Denver Post, July 1st, 2022. By Conrad Swanson. About 10,000 Rainbow Family members are expected to congregate in Route County for the group's 50th anniversary. Just weeks after the controversial Rainbow Family of Living Light settled on a location for their 50th anniversary gathering, the arrests, citations, and warnings are already well underway, according to federal officials. The gathering, described by Vice as a weird version of Burning Man, is scheduled between July 1st and July 7th at Adams Park in the Route National Forest near Craig. But people began showing up from across the country days in advance. As of Thursday, about 4,100 people were already on site, Hillary Markin, a spokeswoman for the U.S. Forest Service, said. About 10,000 people are expected to attend in total. Law enforcement officials expressed concern about the gathering months ago, and already they're confronting some members of the Rainbow family. Markin told the Steamboat Pilot and Today, by Monday, law enforcement had issued 91 enforcement actions. By Wednesday, she told the Denver Post, that number grew to 191. Those enforcement actions include damage to natural resources, narcotics, possession or distribution, aggravated assault on a peace officer, and a felon in possession of a firearm. For comparison, the Rainbow Family's gathering last year in New Mexico yielded a total of about 600 enforcement actions, Markin said. So the number of law enforcement encounters is expected to increase with each passing day, Markin said. Up to 500 new people are arriving to the site each day, and some will stay for weeks to help clean up the area. Rainbow Family gatherings often pair with drug use and sometimes sexual assault, past reports indicate. However, many members bristle at those depictions. Past meetings in Colorado led to an increase of illegal camping and trespassing charges. Seven members faced fines more than a decade ago after police found them sleeping on the roof of the Boulder Public Library. Rangers and police keeping a close watch on Colorado's northern mountains as thousands of people filter into remote land. People have started showing up for the annual Rainbow Family Gathering this year. It's in Route County, northwest of Steamboat Springs and deep into the hills. Thousands of people are expected to show up and illegally camp on national forest lands. The National Forest Service is trying to work with a group like it has in the past to try and keep issues on public lands to a minimum. Our Mountain Newsroom reporter Spencer Wilson went into that camp today, shows us firsthand the massive gathering. Megan Wick's description of the rainbow gathering is simple enough. It's a bunch of hippies in the woods. <laughs> Tents, campers, high dye, it's all out here. Instead of just one centralized area, there's multiple campsites throughout this area, a couple more down the road, and it all culminates into thousands of people. 4,500 estimated so far, and potentially even 10,000. This many people, no matter who you are, present a strain on the land. Yes, there is a burden, but it could be a lot worse. There could be black hill, you know, black smoke pouring out of this hills because of all the brush. We're out here also slamming some of this brush out. There is a risk, and, and soil compaction. We could have uh, trampling of vegetation for sure, unauthorized cutting of trees, uh, water quality issues, erosion. So far, forest rangers have clocked 200 citations for anything between warnings up to arrests. 
But typically, I would say that our law enforcement, most of the interactions are, you know, educational and, you know, in nature. They're not a ton of violations. Plus, some of the Rainbow family says they'll stay to help clean up when the show is over. We have seen evidence of that in the past, um, and it, it's always somewhat unknown who, you know, who will be left afterwards to work with us, but usually that's what happens. And as for what's happening right now... It's folks interested in peace and love, straight out of the 60s, looking for a little compassion and understanding during their visit. You know, give us a little break. Give us a little time. Take a deep breath. It will pass. <laughs> and maybe we learn to understand each other the best we can. Or if you wanted to take a trip or build a house, what do you have to have first? Lumber. No, no, before you start, you have to have a... Plan. Plan what? Plan one, eh? No, no, plan <laughs> IT. Planet. Right. There you go. This is the planet Earth. Near Craig, Spencer Wilson, covering Colorado first. All right, Spencer, thank you. Rainbow Family's Colorado Invasion, 191 arrests, citations so far. Westward, July 1st, 2022, Michael Roberts. On July 4th, an, attended, an estimated 10,000 members of the Rainbow Family, a throwback collective that takes its cues from the original hippie era, are expected to celebrate their 50th annual gathering in the Adams Park area of Northwest Route County, part of the Hans Peak Bears Ears Ranger District. According to Hillary Markin, Public Information Officer for the United States Forest Service's National Rainbow Incident Management Team, more than a third of the anticipated horde is already on site, and plenty of problems have already cropped up. As of Wednesday, June 29th, the current attendance is estimated to be around 3,400 attendees, Markin notes. There have been 191 enforcement actions taken through that date, she continues, including incident reports, written warnings, violation notices, and arrests. Markin divulges that the offenses to date ranged from inoperable equipment damage to natural resources, narcotics possession and or distribution, interference with federal officers, and assisting other cooperating law enforcement agencies. Regarding future concerns, Markin acknowledges that the Rainbow family represents a very diverse group of individuals. As with any large population, a certain percentage of incident participants can be expected to engage in illegal or socially unacceptable behaviors. In part, some activities may include public nudity, civil disobedience, drug and alcohol abuse, confrontations between rainbows and locals, abandoned or disabled vehicles, and traffic congestion and parking several hundred to several thousand vehicles. A U.S. Forest Service primer describes the Rainbow family as a loose-knit group of people from throughout the United States and other countries who gather annually on a national forest, and Colorado has been a longtime favorite. The inaugural gathering took place in 1972 near Strawberry Lake in the Arapaho National Forest. Since then, family members have assembled in the state many times. 
The conclaves are supposed to be peaceful, but there have been exceptions. In July 2014, for example, Westward reported about a quadruple stabbing and a pit bull attack linked to the Rainbow family. But the issues that concern Markin and other federal officials tend to focus on land management and other related issues. The Forest Service requires a special use permit for every public group of 75 or more people conducting a meeting or event on national forest system lands, she says. The Rainbow family has consistently refused to comply with the permit process during national gatherings since they claim to have no leaders and no one member who can speak for the group or sign a permit on behalf of the family. There have been repercussions for this position. The Forest Service has periodically cited Rainbow Family members for failing to obtain a permit, Marking confirms. However, the agency also works with the family to adhere to a resource protection plan in lieu of a special use permit to protect the health and safety of individuals at the incident and in the surrounding community to ensure sensitive resources are protected, to minimize any environmental damage, and to coordinate post-event cleanup and rehabilitation of the event site. To that end, the Forest Service issued a temporary closure order for a large part of California Park in the Route National Forest. The order, which went into effect at 8 a.m. on June 25th, was imposed due to the high probability for excessive public use leading up to and during the 4th of July holiday, a USFS news release states. Violation of the closure order is punishable by a fine of not more than $5,000 for individuals and $10,000 for organizations and or imprisonment for not more than six months, Markin reveals. All National Forest visitors are reminded that they must obey federal, state, and local laws and regulations. The Forest Service takes the enforcement of those laws very seriously. For those heading to the Adams Park area who aren't part of the Rainbow Family Gathering, Markin advises that, especially along Route County Road 80, please be aware of parked cars along the roadway and pedestrians in and around vehicles or walking along the roadway. Please slow down. And after July 4th, a group of Rainbow Family members has pledged to stay on site for several weeks to work on cleanup and rehabilitation, the Forest Service reports.
necessary to do what is necessary to do. Are you ready, black man? questions. Are you 
of the catastrophic we create spirituals and blues blues is an autobiographical chronicle of a personal catastrophe expressed lyrically but endured with grace and dignity the spiritual is an attempt to make some vertical connection by means of song from soul to god against the backdrop of the catastrophic and jazz itself is just endless quest for freedom with improvisation predicated on discipline but always against catastrophic circumstances how do we forge an elegance of earned self-togetherness against the backdrop of the scandalous and monstrous circumstances of slavery and jim crow and jane crow and self-hatred and self-violation and self-destruction so that music for black people Duke Ellington said it so well, he said, black people have made dissonance a way of life. It's an attempt to ensure that we structure time because we're a people of time, not space. We have no control of land and territory. How do we structure time in such a way that we can find some home in time given our exilic condition and in that structuring of time, in the music, in the syncopation, in the rhythm, in the poly rhythms with the drums, how do we find our sense of humanity and sanity in the face of the catastrophic?
minds are invested in the words, the sound, the silence between the sound, the connection of the sounds with other sounds, because oftentimes that's the only thing we had to go on to preserve our sense of what it was like to be free, to have a foretaste of the freedom that we always wanted, but we knew under slavery and Jim Crow and the discrimination that slavery had to be deferred historically, but it could be experienced musically. That's how I understand Louis Armstrong, Sarah Vaughan, James Brown, Luther Vandross, Aretha Franklin, the dramatics, the whispers, Al Green, John Coltrane, Thelonious Monk, we can go on and on and on, but the music means that much. Muhammad Ali and 
Swing like Lester Young. Swing like Duke Ellington and Count Basie. A creative people in unfree conditions. Creating jazz. And jazz constitutes artistic aristocracy from ghettos and hoods an artistic delicacy out of personal and social misery quest for excellence fusion of high intelligence deep spirituality spontaneity and discipline improvisation and unbelievable sense of order Unpredictable, don't know what's next, but willing to go, take a risk, stepping out on nothing and landing on something, the history of a people in the music itself, open to the whole world if they're willing to want to learn how to be free, really free. In their hearts and minds and souls.
Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Mutinyradio.fm. Why not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm. Streaming live to the station. Mutinyradio.fm. District of the Mission. Mutinyradio.fm. Mutinyradio. quickly drove away the things you've done and the places you've been when I open the door for you I will not let them in as long as you come back to me I will never ask for you I will be the man in the iron Right from the start The nights you spent without me 
like a dungeon And you only return to torture me more You must have your reasons, I will not ask For you I will be the man in the iron mask
examine me. Are, are you okay? Take your temperature. Doctor? Yeah? I, I've been very anxious all day. I, I, you know, I knew that I was coming through my regular session today. Mm. And uh, usually it does make me a little nervous, but today somehow I thought of you uh, in the middle of working in the office, mm. and uh, people were talking about their analyst, mm. and suddenly I, I got so, so anxious, I don't even know why myself. Well, would you like to talk about it? Just uh, so I say what comes into your mind, we'll, we'll talk about it. Well, uh, this may seem crazy to you, Doctor, and I suppose... Nothing seems crazy to me. Go ahead. It, it, it's transference, I know. It's, it's, it's some kind of crazy illusion, but you you remind me of... Well, this is crazy, of my mother. Well, that's a transference, and uh, that's part of the psychoanalysis. Uh, this, uh, of course, I'm going to remind you of your mother, sometimes I'll remind you of your father, sometimes of your brother. You know, this is a part of the treatment, you know that. But, Dr. Alexander, this is uncanny. Uh, well, of course you would think that because it's a strong transference. Don't I know that? Haven't I watched it happen? Yes, I, I suppose so. You know, you look very distraught today. Have you been eating? Oh, doctor, please. Um, uh, well, what, please? I'm asking a question. That's why I was just wondering. You know, that's part of it. Yes, yes, I ate. I ate. What? I had a little fish and a little chopped liver. Yeah. And a Pepsi-Cola. A Pepsi Cola? That's a meal. Yes, that's fine. It was enough for me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just so upset.
train was certainly a poet of sounds of sheet that all can be poets if you're willing to exercise imagination and empathy and to bear witness in the form of some kind of concrete expression of that imagination and empathy that allows us to experience the world very different than the world in which we live and find ourselves at present. And in that regard, artists are a very special slice of the human species. They are the courageous ones at their best. They are the compassionate ones at their best. They are the visionary ones at their best. And of course, in the end, we all want to be poets of life. to make our lives a work of poetry. We want, in fact, to become living embodiments of a poetic imagination and musical expression in how we relate to others and how we relate to the world. That's Shakespeare at the very end of The Tempest in his swan song when he says, I burn all of my plays if you somehow become so preoccupied with the plays that you don't understand that I'm trying to get you to view your life as a work of art. Don't become so obsessed with a conception of art that it doesn't relate your life to becoming a work of art and the challenge that is required for you to live a life in such a way that your life becomes a work of art. That's Shakespeare at 47 years old, retires and dies at 52. It doesn't get too much deeper in the modern West than Shakespeare. Not to go, but to stay in my arms. Would you walk out the door like you did once before? Will this time be different? Would you stay? Would you leave me alone with my tears, knowing I, I need your soul? Would you still turn and go with this time? Be different in some way. Taught me to love you like this. Now I hang my thread in the canyon of doom, but I still can be saved by your kiss. If I got on my knees and I pleaded with you not to go but to stay in my arms, would you walk? Like you did once before 
Thank you.